0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.
2: What does motion sound like? With Kizikan's free shoes, it sounds a little something like this Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Managemental Podcast a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up and comers, the brand newbies, the beginners and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback. So please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. I'm your host, Mr. Blasco and as always I am joined by my good friend the co-host from the other coast Mr. Mike Mowry
2: damn my man Blasco what's good today 113 coming at you that's pretty impressive
1: getting hot um in the last episode we chatted about battling your inner negative voice that was a really great episode so check it out if you haven't already this week we talk the top six tips for independent music success. This is gonna be killer, so let's get mental. Oh yeah. Uh Mike, so I'm combing the interwebs looking for a good topic for today. I come across Yao Mayer. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yao Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yale. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let us know out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yal. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo mayor. Uh, from CD Baby's DIY musician blog. And, uh, for whatever it's worth, um, I think CD baby is, is, uh, pretty good at, um, providing a lot of interesting and helpful content to the independent musician. Um, so if you're into that type of stuff, uh, you should be following them and checking out their content. Um, anyway, uh, this is their six keys to independent music success. So if I can give anybody any advice, it would be the following. Number one, educate yourself on the music industry as much as possible. Today, we have the internet and there is no better tool out there to become educated. Nowadays there's no excuse not to learn something if you are truly interested. So take courses, reach out to musicians you admire and take them out for coffee, ask them questions, learn from their experience.
2: Yeah, I mean first and foremost I you know, I read her article and you know, she's just got a really cool perspective, you know, she comes from a small town in in the country of Chile and you know, so it's truly an outsider if you will somebody who had no even idea that the music industry was accessible to them so you know i'm sure a lot of our listeners are much like me i didn't grow up in la i didn't grow up near the music business somehow i found it and so tips and tricks like this are are super helpful um i mean this is just a no-brainer i mean educate yourself on the music industry as much as possible i think the hard part is how do you do that and so that's you know obviously if you're listening to this podcast we think we're a great resource for that. That's why we started it. Of course, Blasco does such a good job of pulling content and allowing us to go through certain blogs. You know, if you've gone, if you, you know, click on some of this, you just mentioned CD baby, there's plenty of others. And I mean, the, the, the challenge in anything in this age of information is how do you curate it? And so, you know, where are you getting your information? Is it something that, you know, a place where other people, is it reliable? You know, is it actually valid? Uh, and so those are things that, uh, you know, complicate that. But once you get on there and you start to get your foot wet, um, you'll realize where other people are going, uh, you know, what stuff resonates with you. And just over time, you'll have, you know, uh, uh, you know, a library full of resources that you go to, to do this.
1: Yeah. And, um, uh, what, what's, what's my thought here? I mean, look, education is maybe a, a scary word or not a fun sounding word. Like it sounds like going to school and who, who liked going to school. Um, but as much fun as music is and can be, it is a business, uh, and it is shrouded in business, um, because, you know, finances are a big part of it, um, but you know the good news is, is what she's saying here is that the answers are at your fingertips. You just kind of got to know what to look for. But start small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Um, it's not like you have to read some five hundred page book that d- dives deep into th- uh, how you get paid mechanical royalties or you know how to how to trademark a, a name of your band worldwide or whatever. Start small and, um, and, and, and really just have fun with it. And honestly, the, 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 the best way to educate yourself and the best way to learn is just to, just to get out there and try stuff. Um, you know, a a lot of this can be overwhelming in terms of all the wealth of content that is out there. Um, I believe this podcast specifically is a good resource because we designed it. So it would be in that, We tackle a topic that is relevant, um, on the, on the internet. And when we keep these episodes to like 30 minutes, um, you know, a lot of times you'll run across stuff that maybe is a little bit more rambling and not focused. And we designed this specifically for that. And there are other, there are other resources out there, whether it's, you know, a blog or a podcast, what have you, um, that is, is uh, focused in nature as this is. So, um, but yes, Keep yourself aware of what is going on around you. Number two, become a better entrepreneur, not just a better musician. If you want to make a living making music, you must really treat this as an enterprise, not just a job or a career. This is your own startup and you must think of yourself as the CEO. As such, educate yourself on entrepreneurship, marketing, business, and leadership.
2: Yeah. I mean, what a fantastic point. And I think for myself, I never considered myself an entrepreneur, even when I was doing very entrepreneurial things. And eventually that word became something that was, you know, uh, embraced by many people and I sort of have latched onto it. You know, you and I spent a few minutes prior to recording this talking about, you know, a few things that are very entrepreneurial that we either are actively doing or just have ideas for doing. And I think, you know, if you'd have told me 25 years ago when I was first doing band stuff that I was you know, that would be the mentality to go with. I don't think I would have understood it. Um, So if you're out there sort of scratching your head saying, well, man, you know, I'm already just trying to be a good musician. How am I also going to be an entrepreneur? I think Blasco had some great advice on the last point. It's like just doing it. You know, I don't care what you call it. By, By being out there and developing relationships and analyzing, you know, the aspects of what you're doing, that in and of itself is entrepreneurial. I think what Yael's saying here is, yeah, I mean, embrace it, Um, you know, educate yourself on, on those topics, such as entrepreneurship, marketing, business, and leadership, because they're just, you know, those are things that inevitably you're going to, your, those paths will cross. And if you've already done some prep, you're going to be in a much better spot.
1: I love this idea, and there's to me there's nothing more relevant. And I know we've said it a bunch of times, but now is the time to where you visualize your band as a startup. Uh, there is there there's so much new and relevant information out there that are based around the startup. Um, and you know, it's like, like even like shark tank, for instance, like these people that go on there that pitch their businesses, like if you, if you flip the script a little bit on that, it's really no, no different than a band pitching themselves to a manager or a label or a booking agent or what have you. The questions that often come up from the sharks in the show is like, you know, what's your business look like? You know, how much sales have you got? Like these, these are the same questions that a, a label or a manager is going to ask a band and or a startup. Um, so whenever you look at that, I mean, you've got, you've got like, for instances, there's, there's a, a podcast called The Pitch that's Shark Tank-ish in nature. Um, there is a podcast called How I Built This. Um, there's, and there's, I mean, and those are just off the top of my head. I mean, there's a wealth of books and blogs and podcasts based on startups and you can very easily, uh, transition the thought process of thinking of your band as a startup and plug that into these conversations and really kind of help manipulate the thought process of how you visualize your band and how you're going to level up. Um, so I think this is great. And um, I, I totally uh, I'm totally behind this guy.
2: Yeah. And one thing that came to mind, which I appreciate you saying when those, when you mentioned those podcasts, because I've listened to many of them and love them as well. Like, you know, when you talked to that, uh, when we covered the first point and you said, you know, educating you know kind of yeah brings up this implication of like school or work or whatever and you know part of why we all are in this is we're trying to avoid that trap of life um but yeah i mean listening to a podcast is a way of educating yourself you know and if you're listening to an entrepreneurial based podcast that's another way of doing it in this other sphere that they're talking about i what i guess just what the little light bulb that went on over my head was yeah just by doing some really small things i don't i wouldn't say listening to those podcasts i'd call it enjoyment right mm-hmm. i wouldn't really think of it as education but in fact it is education and i'm not deep into like what are the 10 you know things an entrepreneur must do i'm just picking up tools and tips from an outside Industry that I can take back and apply to whatever I'm doing in the greater space of music. So cool stuff on that.
1: Yeah. Number three, be proactive. Every now and then you will get a lucky break, but for the most part, not a lot will be handed to you on a silver platter. So be proactive and seek out opportunities.
2: Yeah. And I mean, this is almost a no brainer, but as what I love about a lot of the articles that you pull up is they, They cover the basics. I mean, this is a basic and, you know, you and I are proactive each and every day, pretty much all day. And it's something that we've had to train ourselves to do, you know, um, and not even formally thinking about training. it. it's just kind of what we did. You get out there and we started with, you know, being proactive about one thing or trying to make a connection with one type of person, you know, one booking agent, one promoter, you know, once you do that, uh, you know, you you start to build your network. And that's really what this is all about. I mean, you and I, we don't, I mean, I don't really formalize my process because now I wake up and I think about what am I going to do proactively? Like it's just second nature, but there was a time that I had to kind of say, okay, you know, how am I going to, go out and make these connections or develop opportunities. Um, so I guess my, my overall point is, A, this is great to just be reminded of. And B, you know, if you do something enough, it just becomes second nature.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, to me, it's really fun to cross off those items off your to-do list. Um, and so start off small, you know, like I'm going to write a song this week and I'm going we're going to rehearse three times this week. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to make, we're going to make a, a schedule to go into the studio and record an EP, um, you know, start crossing those, those, those things off the list. It doesn't have, you don't have to be like, Oh my God, I, I want to headline long beach arena. Like, you know, start off small seeing progress as small as it is like going to rehearsal should be on your to-do list. And you should cross those items off. It it when it feels like progress that fuels the motivation and keeps everybody enthusiastic. Um, you know, design a new t shirt, uh, put that up there. Um, spending. A half an hour each day to updating your social media um, d- developing good content uh, educating uh, you know searching and finding out and seeing what good content is out there and replicating it um, you know all these things th- th- this is all it's all stuff that you know you got to do i mean because you got to figure that this is a very crowded space and we are in a very very level playing field now Anyone can have their music on Spotify. So what are you going to do proactively and different than than everybody else that is going to get you noticed? So keep that in mind. Number four, fuel your fire. There will be times when your energy will wane and inevitably you will want to give up. So it is important to find things that keep inspiring you and motivating you when you don't feel you have it in you. Whether it is listening to interviews by artists you enjoy, going to live concerts, rehearsing with your band, playing live shows, or maybe taking time off to take a step back and become re-inspired by life, do what you need to do to fuel your fire.
2: Yeah. Another great point and another kind of like simple reminder, but things that I know I have, uh, you know, oftentimes neglected. It is easy as you get busy and as you, you know, become proactive and think about entrepreneurship and, you know, um, you know, you're educating yourself on the music industry and then you're being in a band and doing all that stuff. There's sometimes as little time left for yourself and, um, you know, trying to get back to the things that you actually enjoy. And so I think this is an important reminder. And, you know, my only advice is build it in prior to when everything kind of falls apart and you're sitting there saying, oh, my God, you know, it's just too much for me. Um, You know, because inevitably that does happen to everyone. Uh, There's different thresholds and different breaking points. But, um, you know, start to build some little stuff in, even if it's, you know, 15 minutes a day, just freeform playing your instrument, you know, uh, or however much time, even if it's 15 minutes a day, just listening to new music. Again, doesn't have to be an overwhelmingly long period of time. If you've got that time available, great. But sometimes I just have to block time off and just put my, you know, devices on do not disturb and just start listening to music. Um, Because frankly, you know, that's, that's one of the most enjoyable things that we get to do.
1: Yeah. And in addition to this, I would think that if it feels like you're not inspired by what's going on around you, if the music that you guys are doing, that people in your band or, or just your general surroundings, like don't force it. Like if you are in your heart of heart and your gut is telling you like, this is wrong, do not waste your time. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's not an, an, an infinite amount of time that we can pull from every day. If, if stuff is not going in the direction that you want it to go in, bail and start fresh. Find something that does inspire you and harness that enthusiasm and put that energy into that. But don't force it. I, I take my advice on that. Um, number five, stay defiant. There will always be naysayers and people who will try to deter you from your path or convince you that it is too hard or impossible. What you think is much more important than what anyone else thinks. So as long as you are not hurting anybody, keep walking your path, which is yours and only yours to follow.
2: What a freaking killer point. Yeah. I mean, I think you know the nature of what you and I do, if there wasn't defiance in it, you know, we, we would have nothing to show for ourselves. You know, that said, it doesn't always mean putting two middle fingers up to the world and saying, you know, F you guys, I have definitely had situations where, uh, because of my emotional attachment to projects, um, you know, I couldn't see what was glaringly obvious to others. Um, there are sometimes, you know, warning signs or signals that other people can see because they're not in the trenches, That said, I've also, you know, current example of an artist that I manage, everybody told me that it was too late, you know, the band had no future, and I just, you know, whether it was dumb luck or I truly believed in it, I, of course, like to think the latter. Um, I'm now having a lot of success. You and I both have plenty of examples like that in our career because at our, at our core, I think, you know, from the rock and roll, you know, uh, metal element that you grew up in or the, you know, punk rock, uh, hardcore scene I grew up in, like defiance was, was the name of the game.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I a hundred percent agree. I don't even know that I can add much to her or your point. Um, other than this is, this is, this is just how it's done. Like if you really believe in what you're doing, you have to, you have to stay the course you got to ride it out um you cannot let people deter you because they will they will want to um you know if if you believe you got you got to follow you got to follow your dreams you just you just have to no one's gonna do it for you uh number six final number six fail a lot there's simply no way around this one you must fail a lot in order to succeed Failure ain't fun. It's annoying and it's frustrating. But remember when you were a toddler, you fell on your bum many, many times before you learned to walk and you did it with a smile on your face. Now you don't even remember the many times you fell and walking eventually becomes second nature.
2: Yeah. I mean, God, failure fucking hurts. Mm. And, uh, no matter how many times I've done it, which I can't even count the times that uh, you know, now uh, inevitably, once you get through the pain, there's a learning opportunity there, um, you know, and you got to figure out ways for you to also measure your successes, no matter how small they are, because if you're anything like me, sometimes the failures seem so uh, much, you know, they, they seem more frequent and they seem more intense than the successes. And that's only because, you know, for me, uh, you know, I just speak from personal experience for a long time. I didn't, you know, success was what I expected. And failure, I, it was what I didn't expect. So when it came, I gave so much more weight to the failures than I did the successes. And thankfully, I have a good enough support network and, you know, had people around me that could point out, hey, dude, everyone fails. And in fact, you know, the rate that you have successes versus your failures is is, is actually pretty damn good. And so once I was able to, again, step outside myself, get some objective opinions, um, I could I could then look at failures for what they are, which is a valuable learning tool, and know that every single person that's got success has gone through failure.
1: Hundred percent, man, hundred um, percent. That will conclude episode one hundred and thirteen. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lasco thirteen thirteen. <laughs> what did I say? Blasco 1313. Uh, I mean, I can call that a failure, but you know,
2: like, look, even in the middle of the episode, Blasco and I are forgetting our email addresses.
1: Um, We encourage you to uh, email us any uh, questions or comments for the podcast to me at uh, askblasco at gmail.com. If you have listened this far, much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, any final parting thoughts?
2: Just want to say another great episode. Always enjoy going through this stuff. It's fun because I get to remind myself of some of the simple things that you know uh, I need to do on a on a daily basis when we roll through this. So thanks for that, uh, everyone out there. You want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram? It's the same handle at Mike Loop. And if you're interested in you know some of the tools we offer on Outer Loop Coaching, head over to outerloopcoaching.com. Um, yeah, that's really it. Thanks, everyone. All right. Peace.
0: Hi, this is Paul from Outerloop Coaching and OuterloopCoaching.com. I'm here to talk this week about how long does it take to become a rock star? We all overestimate what we can accomplish in one year, and we underestimate what we can accomplish in five. Let me repeat this because this is extremely important. We all overestimate what we can accomplish in one year, and we underestimate what we can accomplish in five. What does that mean? That means that too often, great musicians, great thinkers, great artists will do a lot of great work for less than one year, get disappointed with their results and stop. And what they end up doing is cut short All of what is possible if they had kept on going and in five years, what they would have accomplished, they might not have ever been able to imagine. So part of what it takes in order to be successful is to be determined, not for three months, not for nine months, not even for 18 months. It's years possibly. Just keep working. Keep putting out great stuff. Next idea however long it takes to become undeniable. Too often, musicians are comfortable with them, what they make. They're comfortable with being okay. They're comfortable with being pretty good. They're comfortable with being, well, we kind of sound like this other band that's already been huge for 20 years. Guess what? You are not undeniable. Be so amazing that nobody can say no to you. That is being undeniable. Keep working towards it. Next idea, however long it takes to get mass attention. Now, mass attention could happen as a result of some crazy viral video you might've put out, and all of a sudden you get millions of people watching from out of nowhere. But it might take, ages before you get mass attention. It might make it might take a, a number of really great opportunities, bang, 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 right next to each other to get mass attention. but keep working towards it and it will come and then you just hope you're ready. Next idea, however long it takes to get industry attention, there is a ton of advice that you can hear on the managemental podcast at outerloopcoaching.com, many other places on how to get industry attention. It takes networking, perhaps. It takes being uh, getting that mass attention first. It takes a lot of different things to get industry attention. I've talked just in the last couple videos, in the last couple episodes of Managemental about some ways that you can get that a little bit faster. Think launching above the line of super credibility, right? Right but you need to get that industry attention for your success within the industry to happen. Success comes as a result of a witch's brew of three things, talent, effort, and opportunity. Now you control the talent. You cannot control the opportunity. Here's a secret about effort. Effort is exponential. Effort today will pay dividends in the future, meaning your efforts in the future will be exponentially greater than they would have been if you hadn't done the work today. So work hard today to put out great content, to write great songs, to produce great songs, to put on great concerts, to do great things today, not just for today's success, but for the success that you'll have in a few years. That is why you underestimate what you can accomplish in five years because the efforts that you put in five years from now, if you are consistently putting in the effort today, will be exponentially larger than you can possibly imagine. Mike Mowery who has nurtured the careers of many stars from the garage to theaters around the world and the co-host of the Managemental Podcast. He says a lot of really amazingly wise things, but my favorite thing he says, great content done consistently over time. That's the secret. That's how long it takes to become a rock star. Do great content. Over and over and over and over again and over time, it's gonna happen for you. That's it for me this week. This is Paul from outerloopcoaching.com. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast catcher, the Managemental Podcast. You get great info, not only from Mike Mowry, but his partner Blasco every single week. Great dudes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. And if you're listening on a managemental, go to YouTube, go to the Outer Loop Records channel where you're going to get video just like this one every single week. And hey, I talk about Mike Mallory quite a lot this uh, episode. He's written a great book. It is the Music Management Primer. I'll give it to you for free. Just go to OuterloopCoaching.com. Give me your email. I'll give you a book. You're going to love it. Come on down. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much.